Hi, welcome to the Tell Me What You're Proud Of podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Maggie Perry. I'm a licensed psychologist with a doctorate degree in clinical psychology. I'm also the founder of the online group therapy platform, Huddle.Care. I love helping people overcome anxiety, obsessive compulsive disorder, mood disorders, and stress. Please join us each week as we share real sessions with actual clients that reveal helpful techniques for effectively dealing with anxiety, OCD, mood disorders, and stress. We'll discuss what effective therapy looks like, sounds like, and feels like. We'll follow our guests as they overcome their biggest fears and find that despite their biological vulnerabilities, they can still live a rich, full, and meaningful life. My therapeutic approach is strengths-based and seeks to find and reinforce what clients do well to help them generalize those skills towards areas where they're stuck. My model for psychotherapy can be summed up as this. You tell me what you're proud of, and I'll help you become effective and happy across all areas of your life. Thanks for listening, and let's get the show started. Hi, this is Dr. Maggie Perry with Tell Me What You're Proud Of. This is the wrap-up session with Stephanie. So Stephanie was on the podcast earlier in the year, and she's back to tell us about how things have been going since we last talked. So Stephanie, thanks so much for being on the show again. Yeah, thanks. I'm happy to be here. So tell, tell us how you've been. Um, things have been going really well. I've been really busy um, moving again. We've moved lots of times <laughs> in the last six months um, because we're just waiting to get into a new house. So um, it's just taking longer than we expected. So we're moving and then I'm a teacher and I went back to work um, in September and that's been overwhelming because of all the COVID protocols we have to follow. Um, I can imagine. But in general, things are going well, yeah. <laughs> I'm happy to hear that. So can you tell us more about how your anxiety and your OCD have been since the last time we talked? Yeah. And even, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Um, so things with my OCD and anxiety have been going well. Um, I think I've been handling like intrusive thoughts that I have um well kind of like the same as where we left off um so like for example last night when I was trying to fall asleep I had the thought um what if I die and then leave my daughter like she would still have her father but um like leave her with no mom and then that made me instantly I could feel my heart racing really fast and my throat really like tighten up. And um, yeah, I just had a lot of sensations that were uncomfortable. And, um, and then, so what I said to myself was that would really suck and be really hard. Um, but it's not something that I need to figure out right now. Great. And, yeah. and did the anxiety pass? Or did you have to? Yes. No. Yeah. That's been really um, helping a lot for me lately. Um, just kind of like the same thing that I was doing before, kind of saying like, maybe, um, but yeah, it's not something I need to figure out right now. That, and um, after I said that to myself, it did pass quite quickly. Like it doesn't always pass as quick as it did last night, but it really kind of takes the power away from the thought. And I was able to fall asleep. And when I woke up this morning, I didn't even remember about it until now. So 
like it's been helping doing that. Yeah, really happy to hear that. Has you, have you learned anything else about intrusive thoughts or practice anything else that is worth talking about? Um, I think I've mostly just been using that strategy. Um, and like I said, it doesn't always pass as quickly. Sometimes it will come back throughout the day, um, like whatever the thought might be. Um, but if I try to use that strategy, it's been working really well to just say like, yeah, that would really suck or that would be really hard. And, um, like the feelings that I'm feeling right now are valid. Um, but I don't need to figure it out right now. And I think that's been helping because putting it in those words helps me to stop, um, like ruminating about it, I guess. I never know if that's the right word, <laughs> ruminating or, yeah, or so. worry, worrying. Um, because I realized that that is really what I would always be trying to do is like figure out why, why am I feeling this way? And like, what would I do if that did happen? And, and it's like, well, if I just stay in the present moment, I really don't need to figure that out right now. <laughs> yes, I totally agree. That's a really good perspective. I'm happy to hear that. Um, you were saying that it's really um, busy and kind of stressful being at work. Are there, how's your perfectionism doing? Or mm -hmm. are there other like principles that are relevant to work? Yeah, so um, work has just been stressful because um, I'm, te I'm teaching kindergarten this year and social distancing for three and four-year-olds is like not really possible. <laughs> uh -huh. um, they're mostly junior kindergarten. So um, I think there's like 22 junior kindergartners and four senior kindergartners. So it's mostly a JK class. And um, it's just been overwhelming. Like I kind of feel like what's being asked of me is not possible <laughs> so um i but what i've noticed is that i'm i'm able to be more assertive and um and also just not bring my work home with me as much like in the past i would be more coming home super stressed and not really be able to let go and kind of like thinking about it all night and um, but in the last couple of months, I've, I've noticed that I'm more able to come home and just say like, that's my kind of work problems. And, and now I'm going to come home and relax, like let myself relax and, and spend time with my family and enjoy that time, um, more than in the past. So, yeah. And I, I think it is related to all the work that I did the last year, or so with the ERP and everything that I learned. Um, What's helping you let it go? Can you tell? Um, I think partly just accepting my feelings um, is part of it. Like I, I still do find it hard to like feel angry, but I'm judging myself less now about it. Um, which I think helps because I just kind of feel kind of lately like frustrated or angry about work. Like, like things are not fair or uh -huh. um, like angry kind of with the principal, like I need more support. Uh -huh. um, so 
I am really proud of myself for advocating for myself at work and being more assertive. Um, and then I think, yeah, when I get home, I'm just kind of like, I think partly accepting my feelings and validating them because maybe in the past I would be judging myself more. Like I shouldn't feel that way and I shouldn't ask for help. But um, yeah, and I guess what's that's helping, part of it. To ask for help. Yeah. What's helping you be more assertive and ask for help? Both of those things. Um, I think just not expecting so much of myself, I guess. Like, I don't have to be perfect and have all the answers at work. Um, and I think also another part of it is being able to say maybe. Um, taking that from, like, when I have an intrusive thought and using it in this area of my life, like, if I have the thought like, oh, maybe the principal thinks I'm doing a bad job or the parents or the other teachers or something like that, then um, I just try to say to myself, like, yeah, maybe, but I can't read their minds. And I know that I am doing my best. So, and that's been helping a lot. And said, I used to really like worry or ruminate about that a lot in my head, which I didn't realize. So, yeah, I guess just like using all the tools I've learned and applying them to different areas of my life has helped a lot. Really happy to hear that. Is there any place where you still have challenges or struggles? Um, yeah, I think still with the um, not just right OCD. Um, oh. Is that what it's called? Yep. Yeah, I never, I never remember. Um, and so yeah, by not I just think... right OCD, you mean um having fears that are not about any particular consequence other than the way that they're going to feel so you don't want to do something because of how it'll make you feel not because you're afraid it's going to harm you or someone else or something like that mm -hmm. yeah so i can feel that like i guess when like you helped me become aware of it so now i can always tell when it's happening but can i can't always stop myself yeah like pretty much all day long <laughs> it's kind of bad like um i guess like just when i wake up in the morning it starts where i have to like get my everything ready the way i want it to be and leave the kitchen perfectly clean before i go to work and then like at work, I guess I can let go of it a little bit because it's not all in my control. And I realize that because of all the students and stuff. But at home, I guess it's a bit harder. Um, like after dinner, getting the kitchen the way that I want it to be. And um, yeah, I guess even just like little things like before starting the interview with you, um, I really... I wanted to like put my clothes away, fold my clothes and I didn't have time and it didn't feel good. But I was like, well, in the, those situations, I guess it's good that I don't, I'm able to still like make a, if I need to be somewhere at a certain time, I can still do that. Um, but like just feeling like everything should be in its place and everything on my to-do list needs to be done in order for me to move on to the next task or to like feel relaxed. Yeah, that's great. So how how frequently would you say um how frequently would you say that you engage it? 
So when you chose not to do the laundry, that was great so that you could be on time for this um, session. But are there other times where you insist that you get everything done? Or like, for instance, do you have difficulty going to bed because you have to get everything mm -hmm. done first? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Um, what was I going to say? I think I've been thinking lately more about like prioritizing things though, which I think we talked about. Mm -hmm. Like you, I think, yeah, you taught me that not everything is of equal importance whereas some and then that was a big like um realization for me that that is basically what it feels like for me um like yeah doing the laundry is not as important as being here in this interview or like this you know session with you um that kind of thing I'm able to do but um at other times like say yeah going to bed or doing the laundry really they're not equally important but it feels to me sometimes like everything is of equal importance and everything has to be done but when I think of it that way it has been helping me lately to prioritize um and it, it really is about I guess prioritizing my needs like I need to take care of myself and do things like go to bed um at a good time instead of getting everything on the to-do list done yeah, and also just being able to relax. So uh, under what conditions would you be able to say it's okay for me to relax rather than do everything on my to-do list? Um, if I was sick, probably, then I would be like, okay, I need to rest. I'm not going to get everything done. Mm -hmm. But it would be hard to let yourself rest um, if you weren't sick. Yeah. Okay. What, how come, what, what would happen if you, um, maybe even for a full night, you get home from work, you've already put work aside, you're just with your family. There's all kinds of stuff that you, your mind is saying that you should do. If you just said, I'm not going to do any of those things, what would that be like for you? Um, I think it, I would just feel like I wouldn't be able to relax because I knew that the next day, I guess I would feel the same way and I would have more to do before I would be able to relax because I'd be like, well, now tomorrow I have to do the dishes and all of these other things before I can relax. So I'm not really relaxed right now because I know all of that's going to come tomorrow. Mm -hmm. And who is deciding what you need to do? How do, how do you come up with what you need to do? Um, I guess... I don't know. I just have always kind of done that. I don't really know how it started. So the exposure that I would suggest is called like a wasting time exposure. And okay. you can do it as significantly or as you can make it as small or as big as you um, as is good for the exposure. Like if you think about um, a 10 being a panic attack and zero being sleeping, you want your exposure to be like two of four or six. So it should be challenging, um, but not completely overwhelming to you. So when I'm suggesting like, don't do anything the full night, that's probably too much. And you're probably right that it will just be more stressful the next day. Um, but you could do a wasting time exposure for like 15 minutes, five minutes, 15 minutes before going to bed. If you say like, this is the time that I'm going to start getting ready for bed 
and 15 minutes before that, even if there's other things I still need to do, I'm just going to not do anything. I'm going to sit on the couch and look at a magazine or stare at the wall. Um, <laughs> it actually is preferable that you don't watch TV or, um, you know, read the news or anything like that. Cause those are kind of productive activities. Mm-hmm. Um, so have you ever tried to just completely waste time, particularly when there's stuff that you could be doing? No, I've never tried. <laughs> and, and how does it feel to talk about? Um, I started thinking when you said, just like, look at the wall. I was like, I probably would start like going through a list in my head, but that would just be a compulsion again. So I need to like actually waste time and not like be doing a compulsion in my head. Yeah. That's a really good awareness that you, so it would be challenging to just stare at the wall and then let that list be there and not, um, not like work on it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and could you see why letting yourself have five or 15 minutes, not doing anything, why would that be helpful for your life? Um, yeah, I totally see why. Um, that's why whenever I'm like doing all these compulsions, I'm like, I know that this isn't good for like all of my other <laughs> content. Um, yeah. So I, I think because being uncomfortable and um, like having all the uncomfortable sensations and, and thoughts being there and just letting them be there without doing the compulsion is good practice for um, the other content that's like more painful for me. Like if I have an intrusive thought about being a pedophile or something like that, um, and then I have to sit with those feelings, it's the same feelings and it's the same like sitting with being uncomfortable it's just different content yes I completely agree that's a great answer um the other thing is if you can't ever relax you're not letting your mind you're not letting your mind relax enough to have intrusive thoughts um and so you're actually making it more there's you're making your experience more hypervigilant against intrusive thoughts that will make them more likely Whereas if you're able to relax, at first, when you start to relax, you might have intrusive thoughts. But if you get used to being able to relax, then even if intrusive thoughts show up, you're going to be able to handle it with less tension and hypervigilance. Does that make sense to you? Yeah. Do you kind of mean like, maybe I, part of the reason I like keep myself really busy and keep everything in control so that I'm like warding off the intrusive thoughts. Yes, definitely. Not realizing it. Yeah. Does that that feel like that might be happening? Yeah. I get that with like trying to keep everything in control is like trying to keep all my thoughts in control and everything like that. But yeah, we can't be in control of everything. Yeah, exactly. Particular. And if you always do whatever your mind tells you to do, that also leaves you really vulnerable to doing other compulsions. So when your mind comes up with like, do the laundry, do the dishes, move that, move that there, I mean, to some extent, their habits and their ways to keep the house tidy and everything. But from another perspective, it's arbitrary that your mind is deciding to do those things in exactly those ways at that time. And so what you're doing when you're wasting time on purpose or not doing the just right compulsions is 
you're challenging the idea that just because your mind came up with it, that means you need to do it. Right. That makes sense. Yeah. So it's actually, even though it feels like you're letting go of control because you're not hypervigilantly protecting against the possibility that you'll have intrusions and you're not controlling the environment around you through doing the just right compulsions, you're actually, when you relax, you're taking more control because you get to be the one that decides, you know, just because something showed up in my mind doesn't mean I'm going to act on it. And because I have that kind of presence of mind and observing self, then I get to be the one that decides what I want to do, regardless of what shows up in my mind or my body. Yeah, that makes sense. I like looking at that it that way. So I can be like, when I have the thought, I'll just be like, nope, I'm in control and I'm deciding not to do that. Yes. I think that's a great um, perspective to take rather than um, this is like a painful thing that takes away my control. You're actually stepping into your control when you're deciding. I don't just, again, just because it arrived in my mind doesn't mean I have to do it. Yeah. Okay. I can definitely try that. Okay. Is there anything else that's coming to mind? Um, I was going to ask, well, I don't know really if this is a good question or not, but um, sometimes like, like lately with work being so stressful, I, sometimes I just get confused and like, if this is my OCD or if like people without OCD worry about this kind of thing. Um, but um, I'm just kind of, yeah, always trying to do, well, obviously everyone's always trying to do the right thing, but yeah, I'm kind of constantly worried that other teachers or the principal or parents are thinking I'm doing a bad job, but I feel like I'm doing everything I can. So it's a bit frustrating when you feel like you're doing everything you can, but it's not enough. Um, I think that's probably just like regular human thing. <laughs> Yeah, I would treat that as an intrusive thought, though. Oh, yeah. And, and, yeah. And you could go with not, um, it's not necessarily OCD. I mean, you do have a sticky mind and you have OCD so that you can put that type of intrusive thought in the category of OCD, but lots of people mm -hmm. have that in particular intrusive thought. Uh, but the way that I would frame it up is I'm doing something challenging that I value. And in the presence of doing something challenging um, that I care a lot about, I'm likely to get anxious and then have intrusive thoughts. So you happen to have the intrusive thought that other people are judging you. Um, but as long as you're living by your values, it's just a thought that shows up in your mind and it's okay that it's there. And also it's okay to let it pass. Okay. Yeah. And, and just say like, maybe. Yeah. Maybe they're judging okay. you. Maybe they're not. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, I think it just is a challenging situation. So I'll just like give myself self-compassion and do my best. Yeah, I completely agree with that. And it might, does it, does that fear hold you back from like getting support from other teachers or telling anybody else what you're experiencing? Um, sometimes, yeah, I get worried that if I tell somebody, they'll they'll just judge me, but I've been trying to, yeah, like be more advocating for myself and ask for more support. Great. Okay. So I would keep that, I would go with, continue to try to have compassion on yourself for it being such a stressful situation and then continue to try to ask for help. Okay. Yeah. 
Okay. Well, it was great to see you. Thanks so much for being on the show. Thanks, Maggie. Thank you so much for listening. If you felt any benefit from the show, please let us know and share it with anyone you think would also find benefit. As a disclaimer, please consult your doctor or therapist before attempting any strategies shared here. Thank you.